and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes? During these pandemic times, is there anything that you've just stopped doing that maybe seemed excessive now that you did all the time before? Well, I'm finding that leaving the house five days a week before just... Seems so excessive. <laughs> I literally today said, oh, I better drive that car because I'm not sure the last time I drove it and it might not start. <laughs> right? It's like all the, dri- yeah, it's a great example of all the driving we used to do just seems so excessive. All the running around, all the, all the everything. Life has just gotten so simple. Yeah. I have to admit, I like parts of it. I kind of do too. <laughs> I kind of do too. And, you know, just kind of, you know, some of the things that I'm sure a lot of people are not thinking excessive are, you know, like having to dress up every day or having to um, wear shoes or people that would have go out to lunch every day. Where am I going to get my lunch today? Where am I going to pick up dinner? Um, washing their hair. I read a, a thing the other day that said that um, sales of deodorant are down, but ice cream is up. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's probably true in my house. <laughs> but um, so clearly ice cream to is not excessive. To be clear, I put on deodorant every day. I do too. Even though I'm only by myself. I <laughs> put on deodorant every day. And you know what? I'm also still contributing to that uptick in ice cream. Yeah. So Me but too. It's, it's summer. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been kind of interesting to think about, you know, all the things that I used to do and probably you used to do and we've all used to do that just seems like, why did I go to all that trouble? Yeah. I'll tell you, mine is like, I never put on makeup. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. I don't wear a lot of makeup anyway. Like normally I just don't. But I I put some on yesterday because I was going to be on a panel video that was being recorded. Right. I thought maybe I should make a little extra effort. Dressing up from (laughs) top up. Why did we dress our whole bodies when we could all just dress from from the waist up? It's true. (laughs) And, And I actually dressed differently. Like I like skirts and I actually am a little sad. No one ever sees all my cute skirts because I, <laughs> I like them. But yeah, you only see from shoulders up. So I wear like shorter necklaces. Because oh, yeah. The long yeah. necklaces you can't see. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. It's just been really, um, really interesting. Yeah. You know, to see all the things that we used to do that, you know, we don't do anymore. And that's just kind of personally. But um, it makes you think about what are you doing in business that was excessive too? Yes. And I think there are a lot of things that seemed so important before that just stopped because we did not have any choice right the the biggest thing that I've noticed and probably a lot of people notice is that once a pandemic hit my calendar just emptied I mean I was just deleting and deleting and deleting events and I typically would go to like two or three events a week um sometimes I was out two nights a week and I could have definitely been out more you know but that was usually my limit if I went three events in the evening then I was usually pretty wiped uh, but there could, that could be a lunch event it could be you know I would still meet people for breakfast and that all kind of stopped and in some cases it's gone virtual and I'm not running around like a crazy person I'm not having to dress up completely you know I can sometimes leave the camera off if I don't feel like I needed to do my hair that day um so yeah, it's 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 been really um, different but I'm again I'm kind of liking a little bit of the there's the idea of there's just easier ways to do these things. So that's interesting. So you used to go to a lot of events Mm -hmm. and some are 
virtual, mm-hmm. I assume, and some mm-hmm. maybe just aren't happening. Right. So what do you feel like that allows you to do? Like, have you gained time that you got to allocate to something else? I, well, I have had to kind of, you know, for me, restructure my job a little bit, you oh, know, interesting. Um, because a big chunk of my job was to be out and network and, you know, to shake hands, kiss babies, you know, um, ask people face to face, you know, if they needed our service. And I've had to kind of rethink how I can stay in touch with people. And I've also had to think about how are, what other ways can I get the word out about the company? And that's yeah. changed to like podcasts and blogging and, you know, virtual events and me doing more Zoom calls and things like that. So it's, it just involves me just not going out. Yeah. So you've been able to reallocate the time and, and still like to the same effect, mm-hmm. hopefully. Well, yeah. You know, the same, out, <laughs> or the same, like you're focused on doing the same kind of result. Same you activities. want the same kind of yeah. result. But you've yeah. been able to spend that time doing different activities to get there. That's really right. interesting. Right, right. And yeah. um, we have seen, you know, so one of the things that I, I look back on that and I think like, well, going out five nights a week seems excessive. Oh, yeah. You know, um, leaving the house five times a week seems excessive. I, I know you would come into the office five times. And that seems like <laughs> a lot. But, you know, going out to an actual another event like for another three you know I wouldn't get home till late three times a week mm-hmm. um, now I have dinner with my family every day you know so um, that so like, that's one thing I've noticed is events aren't in the evening no you know like it's pretty events rare that you would have gone to in the evening mm-hmm. and got home late for dinner now the award event is at like two o'clock in the afternoon right. or something right which I like so much more. I do too I do too I just want to be done with my day I'm more of a morning person so by the end of the day I'm starting to get pretty spent yeah. but um I think you know that was just a lot of excessive travel and you know money that's spent to attend events and you buy you buy drinks and buy drinks for other people and um you're giving up your uh the currency of your time with your family and and things like that so um that's made really me really reflect on you know what how much of that was actually necessary. I mean yeah. I think all I mean part of me still thinks like all of it because I, I I like to be out there and keep you know pounding the pavement as far as selling the business. But you know how can that look different now? Yeah, and so a part of that that you touched on there is all the travel. Like you're just saving time not driving from thing to right. thing because you're even if you attended the same number of meetings, you're just logging on from your house. Yep. <laughs> so. Or even if you were in the office doing it, you're just logging on. So you're saving a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. just not commuting and parking and right. walking in and all of yep. that. That's like so 30, 40, 45 minutes, you know, that I regain between every day. each yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, that really comes into like just company travel, like mm-hmm. travel to and from events, travel to and from going to see clients or and, visiting clients and there's some companies that, that do happening that do more of that sort of travel they have salespeople that travel around the country yep. and see clients and things like that and that has all changed and you have to think about okay that's a huge cash savings and on one hand you know so how much of that was absolutely necessary and how much of it was just that's how we've always done it yes and so you know, this is an area where people have just been forced to figure out how to do it differently, Mm -hmm. how to have client meetings, you know, on a video or or over the phone instead of going to see someone. Right. Just right. Where where it seemed like it had to be that way. There was no other choice than to get on the plane and go visit that client. Right. Now it's like, well, that's not a choice. So of course, we're (laughs) going to do video. And 
to me, what will be interesting is how much of that lasts. And it may end up being a mix. Mm -hmm. Like you may still want to see people in person sometimes, but not always. Right. Because I think of like, you like, um, one thing that popped up in my mind was like pharmaceutical sales and things like that. They show up at the doctor's office, you know, and they they go from doctor to doctor. And um, that's different now. People still need that stuff. Yes. But, you know. They have to schedule. I don't know how they do. I assume they have to like schedule a time to do a video visit or something like that. Um, But yeah, that that sort of sales tactic would has to change because that's not allowed right now. And and they have really have an excuse of not letting you in. A gay thing (laughs) where you would just pop in. Yeah. It's not going to happen. There's no more popping in. There's no popping in. (laughs) So yeah, just travel in general. And so like you said, there's certainly a there's a huge time savings. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like for your team, like how much time is your team not spending driving places? Right, right. And they can be doing other work during that time. And then, of course, the, the money, the flights and mm-hmm. the mileage and the meals and all of the things it's that the go the same thing with, with like it. conferences. Conferences could be very expensive if you're sending your entire team to a conference or putting it on your own conference. Um, the hotel costs, the airfare, the cabs. Mm-hmm. Um, the meals. I mean, if everybody's at home watching it on their computer, um, it, it was a whole big conference excessive. I mean, can you yeah. just have a conference online? Yeah. And that that's an interesting one for me because that's probably the biggest difference I've seen. I, I never thought, I never thought of myself that I traveled a lot for work, but I, I did probably go somewhere almost every month of the year mm-hmm. and between conferences, peer group meetings, what, you know, various things. And, you know, of course, didn't do any of that since January. I went somewhere and that was the last mm-hmm. time I went somewhere. And the amount of time that, like, talk about clearing up your calendar. I was just like, well, that week's open now. <laughs> you know, because by the time, say it's a three-day conference, plus you have a day to right. travel there, day to travel home, you know, all of that. It's like a week. And so a lot of those events, some of them did shift to being virtual and some of them have been fantastic and I think in the beginning it was tougher because everybody was scrambling I mean Mm -hmm. they were just like putting together the best thing they could but like one of them I felt like the content was just as good because of the nature of the event Mm -hmm. it wasn't that different to have the people speaking to me through the computer than if I'd been sitting in a ballroom listening Mm -hmm. to them it it's not like a big interactive kind of an event some are really interactive, so that'll be different, but they're starting to put together little platforms to help you network and, yep. and so on. So breakout rooms and, yeah. and things like that. I'm very curious to see how our industry conference works out this fall because they're talking about all kinds of like you make yourself a little avatar and you can walk <laughs> around the the, the trade show trade show floor That's, see, and you that can go in a coffee shop and meet people like they're tr- they're really this platform that they're using sounds really interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So I think it will be interesting because I'm certain there will be some that I will feel like it is important to be there. Like there's some sort of dynamic about being in that place mm-hmm. or, you know, it's so interactive. It's really important. But there will be other ones that I really hope that they, even maybe it's live, but they'll also have a virtual option. I think that it might be the wave of the future, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Where, because where I could still sign on and, and yes. do a virtual version. Yeah, because I think there is a lot to be said for going and being caught up in that excitement and um, just, honestly, just getting out of the office and, you know, really getting face-to-face with people. Um but what a great opportunity for maybe a company that can't afford it, 
either cost wise or time wise, um, you still get to attend. And I, um, participated in one, um, conference and they were using uh, I think the program was webinar jam or something like that or conference it had it, something like that I think webinar jam sounds familiar okay. to me and um as, essentially you know the the sponsors would pop up on the screen onto the side like a little chat area and so you were constantly reminded who was sponsoring and the people were talking and people could have conversations by selecting you know people individually mm-hmm. to talk to or you, you could post in a chat who you were and what what your company was and things like that so some of the accommodations have gotten so elevated. And I don't know how long that software has been out, but now that we've been forced to embrace it, or maybe somebody whipped it up really quick, either way, it's possible. Yeah, and and what's so cool about it, I think, and I don't know if you, I think you've experienced this too, is that I've been able to actually attend and participate in a couple of things that I never would have been yeah. able to go. I wasn't yeah. going to travel to it. I, it just it wouldn't have happened for, mm-hmm. for time and money. I just wouldn't have done it. But I could participate virtually. So that's kind of cool. And and there's an organization we're members of who put on an event that normally, like live, we'd have, I don't know, 40, 50 attendees. And we had like over 200 people because we could. More people could so, attend. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where I hope there ends up being maybe a mix. What I've been seeing too, um, it hasn't been often, but um, like somebody wants a particular speaker, but they they can't. Uh, you know have that they can't afford the time to travel or their schedule is kind of jammed up they pre-record it so you can get almost any speaker now at any time to be at your conference and they don't necessarily have to be available yeah (laughs) yeah or or you can get them because they're really only allocating maybe a couple hours of their day they don't have to travel they're like oh yeah i can suppose a few days you know to get there and you know get the hotel and all, all that sort of stuff like that so yeah it could definitely be more affordable and more accessible so i i think all of that is super promising yes i think so too i i really i love the idea that you know hopefully some of these more virtual and to your point there were tools for virtual conferences. There actually were virtual conferences, but they weren't as respected. Right, right. You know, people didn't they feel thought like of they as were cheap like, or, yeah, you know, they quite not real. as good. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't real. And <laughs> That's now, now describing I think it. it will be totally acceptable and and believed to be of equal quality mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so i think that's a really cool actually maybe outcome of all yeah of i this. think so too i was gonna definitely say that, that that's definitely been kind of a perk to um you know you're it's it's kind of like you know people have been forced to elevate and raise the bar and you know they got complacent but now it's like okay we're gonna take that away from you now what are you gonna do yeah, yeah. and so people have kind of had to scramble and i think some of the answers have been really great have and it, fantastic. it's yeah. it's made life easier and more affordable and not as excessive yeah yeah <laughs> and so on your excessive theme i think um working from home has maybe highlighted yeah. some things that were excessive, like getting in your car and driving to work every day. Right, right. <laughs> or they, people sometimes thought that as you know, like as a perk. You know, you get to work from home. That's a, that's a big perk. Yeah. And Well, guess what? You're doing it now. You're doing it now. <laughs> so now it's not excessive. It's a necessity, yeah. you know, and that's one thing that people have really embraced too. And, you know, with that, the possibilities of that, I think, are going to be huge mm-hmm. um, because that means that people can work from anywhere. They can work at any time. They can um, not even be in the same state or the same country or whatever. And or, you know, there's some some people that have, which I thought was kind of interesting during this pandemic, rented a beach house. And it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to work at the beach house for yeah. a couple of weeks. And like I can work from anywhere. I can work anyway. from anywhere. So, what I mean. What difference does it make? Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's kind of cool. It's And it's it's something that, you know, people can kind of get the, the best of all worlds at that point. 
and it's not so complicated. Yeah, and it's much more accepted, much much like we we're saying, like the virtual conferences hopefully will be more accepted. I think this remote work will be more accepted. I mm-hmm. think in the past, if you said to somebody, I'm going to rent this beach house for a month, but I'm going to work from there. I just want to be able to like, walk on the beach every evening. People are like, sure, you're yeah. working. Yeah, oh, my God, right. they're screwing around. Yeah. yeah, you're just on vacation. But now people will be like, oh, yeah, you I totally see do how that. that would work. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work on the deck for a while, you yeah. know, and, yes. and you can. And you can. And I think that um, it will highlight, you know, on the theme of excessive, like, there are things that aren't needed like Mm -hmm. as much office space yeah companies will probably still have offices maybe they won't be as big Mm -hmm. maybe you don't need as many games and perks and whatever in the office is the pool table excessive yeah because people are coming to the office to do certain things Mm -hmm. and then at home to do certain things right they're they're not there to hang out or you don't have to lure them to come in um with all or try to try to entertain them so they'll stay all day right, or they whatever. Can entertain themselves at home, you know, yeah. if they want to. So, like, I think offices will have specific purposes, mm-hmm. but they maybe don't have to serve every need of someone's life, you know, right, like, like right. they did before. Yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of that mentality was, and you and I have worked in that sort of environment where um, companies were built so people wouldn't leave. Yeah. You know, the they, FaceTime, they right? had, you know, chefs working in the cafeteria so you could get the best food you could possibly want you could get manicures and massages and haircuts all on the property so you never had to leave yeah and it's like do I really need my office to provide all of that or is my office for certain things and then I have all that outside of the office right and those sort of excessive perks you know don't necessarily have to exist anymore yeah yes and and again i mean you just think about the amount of like just the gift of time you're giving back to your team that they're not commuting and and yes i realize like people take the job you know with us they take the job knowing where office is and where they live and what their commute will Mm -hmm. be and and they accept that because Mm -hmm. they want to come and work for us thank goodness yay (laughs) but the reality is if they don't have to drive that 30 or 40 minutes a day they're probably doing something productive for right, us to right. be honest it's not like they're taking that time and just hanging around their house from talking to our team mm-hmm. usually they just get to work s- sooner right like so instead of getting my car and driving to work i just walk down to my computer right and let's just say they got an extra half hour sleep or they got yeah. to spend an extra half hour with their husband or wife or a right. significant other you know so they're gonna be a so much happier more productive so happy. person you know <laughs> yeah exactly maybe they rush did, hour was excessive <laughs> maybe they got to spend that extra half, half hour you know going for a walk but right what a much better mood they'll be and when they log on exactly. So exactly even if they're not using extra time to work they're using it in a way that's good for them mm-hmm. which may, which is good for you and that's <laughs> actually a big part of the, the thing that i've liked because i am an early riser and you know i would spend that time you know figuring out what to wear and then figuring out what to wear and then figuring out what to wear and then doing my hair and putting on my makeup and getting in the car and you know making sure my daughter's off to school and just that time you know was was like all this extra stuff where now I wake up at my same time and I might you know work out or I might just watch a little tv just kind of ease into my day it's it's really nice yeah and and also what a cool thing because everybody has a different kind of personal schedule Mm -hmm. we've been talking about chronotypes lately and so maybe you're an early riser and you actually want to get up and get started early who cares you're not coming into the office no one cares when you log onto your computer and maybe I don't start until 
nine. Right. Because and I, that's when I am. That's like my schedule. I have the luxury of having a key to the place too. But there are some larger companies that maybe everybody doesn't have a key. And yeah. what if they're prime time to start working at six in the morning, but right. they can't even get in the door. You can't come in at you know? six or whenever. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that that's actually a good point bringing up how everybody's clock is a little bit differently or is a little mm-hmm. bit different mm-hmm. yeah so you know people can really tap into maybe what's best for them yeah office hours are excessive yes <laughs> specific <laughs> specific office hours. office hours are are excessive i think so um and you know so part of that and this isn't really excessiveness exactly but i think it's part of like making it all work is just embracing the right technology mm-hmm. and so that might have meant like narrowing down to what you really need and for like for us i'm thinking about for our team we figured out real quick what does everybody need right really everybody needed a laptop and a cell phone that has a a phone app that is our office phone rings to their individual cell phone basically and that was you know everyone needed that but you don't need a whole lot more than that so technology so then desk phones were excessive Desk phones are excessive for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that's kind of the, the the line that I was following here is that, you know, was, are there processes or procedures that were just really, really excessive? Because you were just all together. It was very routine. We all have this meeting at a certain time and we mm-hmm. would sit there for an hour or two hours and have to hash things out. Or we had a lot of paperwork and now everything is paper free. You know, were there, was there just a lot of excessive things that technology has now fixed because um, and, and made simpler and more, more streamlined just because of, you know, the necessity of it? You know, yeah. we, we can't do that anymore. Yeah, I think it just forced us, this whole situation forced us to figure out what we really need mm-hmm. as far as, you know, everything from technology to where we're working who we're meeting with, mm-hmm. you know, when and how often and, yeah. and how. <laughs> yeah. It really made us streamline our lives and our work in a lot of ways. And I think the last thing that I kind of touched upon too was um, just connecting with our clients, you know, in person. I think they're, I am number one fan of meeting people in person. I like a handshake and I like, you know, a hug if you know them well enough, but I, that could all be gone right now. now. <laughs> that could all be gone now going into the future because now, you know, people get too close to me in the store. I start freaking out, you know, <laughs> so that could be gone forever. But, um, but people are still wanting to connect and we have the technology, which, you know, we um, FaceTime and Skype were around for freaking ever and nobody really used them or everybody was kind of, you know, adverse to using it. And now it's, people are so used to it. It's like, I've had more people say, let's set up a zoom meeting, you know, where before that would never happen. And I think um, the, the little bit of excessiveness that I'm talking about there is, you know, like trying to set up an appointment and, and you would be sitting in their lobby and, you know, the timing wasn't exactly right. And they only could give you five minutes or because it was just so the process of it was just so excessive. But now if you have a set time in the calendar, you click a button, you're connected, talk for a few minutes and then you can hang up. I mean, that is so simple and people are by far are more receptive. At least what we've been finding people are a little more receptive to that. Yeah, absolutely. And do you remember like, I, I would just think like pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, yeah. pre-pandemic. Old th- in the old times. In the old times. <laughs> like you would maybe invite someone or you would do a, a video meeting, but they would just dial in with the phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And now everyone is just so used to the video yep. that it's kind of unusual if you don't turn on your camera. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I feel like I have to explain myself, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm still finishing my lunch. I'll turn it on. Yeah, you don't, I don't want you to see me eat. <laughs> it is kind of odd to eat on camera. It is. It's everything's so accentuated. Like, your hands are huge, yeah. and it's like you're chewing, and it's just like this. Seems it so it seems so massive and loud, and yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, everyone is just like very quickly sort of just embrace this is how we connect. And and you can have just as fun and interesting conversations with people. I'm oh, having yeah. a one o'clock chat with someone today that I met at an event at the end of last year. We'd meant to get together. Clearly, we have not because, right. you know. So let me send you a Google so Meet or like, let me send you a Zoom link. Yeah, let's do a little video coffee, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and so, again... The amount of time, like if you think about the amount of time I'll spend, I'll have my meeting. If we talk, say we talk a whole hour, Mm -hmm. which probably would be surprising, but say we do, probably in real life that would have been at least an hour and a half. And that's if I went to our local coffee shop right Right. on the corner. Right. So an hour and a half to two hours instead of one hour of just the conversation, which is what I want to have. I don't need all the Mm -hmm. extra nonsense, the driving and the parking and the whatever. I just want to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And so then I get another hour to do something else productive, you know? So, right. Yeah. It's, it is interesting. Like I said, I just feel like this has forced us to streamline our lives, like in every way, like you said, personally too, but mm-hmm. just like, what is actually important? And you found out really quick with your business, what was important because it was like the things that had to get done. Right. Right. So it was super obvious what they were like what was important because it was glaring mm-hmm. and then everything else like oh apparently that's not so important because we're not doing it right right and, and everything's still okay business <laughs> we still stopped hums. doing it and we're still here exactly <laughs> business is still humming and you know it's not all this excessive stuff thank you so much for joining us at illumination bureau we hope that you have gained something by listening today illumination bureau was brought to you by portfolio creative You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.